Hello, I'm Dr. Jesse L. Grice, founder and uh, senior pastor of Truvine Baptist Church. It's my heart as we welcome you. I welcome you, and I praise God uh, that you will get something from it and bless your life. And in Jesus' name, we love you. To the church and had worship. Somebody ought to praise him today. Nobody, someone said, can do me like this. There ain't no better place that you can go than to go to church and worship God. Oh, it makes your day so much better. Can I get a witness? Ain't he all right? Ain't he all right? Praise his name. Yes. What a mighty God that we serve. Thank you, praise man. Thank God for you. Thank the Lord. We ought to just have a service that said, thank you, Lord. I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on the Lord. Oh, what a blessing. Glorious God, we praise you today. We lift up our hands in praise. We clap our hands in praise. We give you the fruit of our lips in praise. We worship you this morning because of who you are. For you are God and there is no other God. And we bless your holy and righteous name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for our Savior, the Lord Jesus. Thank you for the indwelling presence of your Holy Spirit. Thank you, dear God, that you're moving even right now in our hearts and our minds. Open our eyes that we might see. Open our hearts that we might understand. And open our lips that we may praise your holy and righteous name. For you are mighty and there's no one like you. It's all in that name that's above all names, Jesus, who is the Christ, the Son of the living God. And the people of God said amen. Amen, amen. and amen. Bless his holy name. Thank you, Lord. You are so good to us. You're so kind and compassionate long-suffering and patient to us. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Oh, how we give him praise this morning. This morning we want to share with you a little bit from Matthew chapter 15, verses 21 through 28. Matthew chapter 15, verses 21 through 28. If you at Matthew chapter 15, verse 21, would you say amen? amen? Perhaps others are still turning. If you do not have your Bible or you do not have your electronic device with your Bible on it, get up close to a neighbor and just tell them you just want to look on the Bible. Matthew 15, verse 21 through 28. Matthew writes, Then Jesus went out from there and departed to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came from that region and cried out to him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she cries out after us. But he answered and said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. 
Then she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. And she said, Yes, Lord, yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said to her, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. May the Lord add a rich blessing to the reading and hearing and doing of his holy word. You may have your seats in the presence of the Lord. Today we want to share a little bit about how great is your faith. How many of you today have been going through some stuff? I, I got some folk in the middle that say, yeah, I've been through some stuff. I heard Dr. Blocker share of his own testimony this morning, but then God worked it out. I love how he said that Dr. Bay said, and maybe he just fixed that up, but he said, Blocker, don't worry about it. You're going to be all right. And sometimes when, we, when God moves some obstacles from our lives because he loved us so much and he's so faithful, we said, Lord, thank you. We don't even know how to even express it. When God delivers us, when God changes things, and we give God the praise, how great is your faith, your confidence in God? I'm confident that some of you have heard about servants of God in both the Old and New Testament who expressed a great faith in the Lord. They believed God and trusted him completely, and, and to them there was nothing that God could not do. For instance, Abraham, the father of faith, believed God. It was accounted to him as righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. The prophet Daniel was a man of prayer but was known as a man of great faith. Job expressed great faith when he uttered, though he slay me, yet will I serve him. The apostle Paul declared, for to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. There are many godly people living among us who possess a great faith in the Lord. Perhaps some of you have that kind of faith. How great is your faith? How great? There are numerous examples throughout the New Testament of people from different walks of life and different religious backgrounds who exhibit great faith in a great God. Too often that we, we, we go through some things and then we, if God doesn't answer in our time frame, we have an issue. I guess he ain't going to answer. When you talk like that, he ain't going to answer. I know myself, I'm going praying about X, Y, Z, and, and I'm waiting on the Lord. Yeah, yeah, you, you feel like, well, God, come on, what you waiting on? God is God. The Bible declares his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. He's sovereign. He can do what he want to do, when he want to do it, to whom he want to do it to. He's God. And so I continue to wait on the Lord. Are you waiting on the Lord to work some things out in your life? Wait on him. Yes, sir. Don't give up on him. Wait on him. Yes, 
Sometimes God delays to see what you're going to do. He delays to see if you really trust him. He delays to see if you're going to turn to some other God. I'm here to tell you there ain't no other God but God. He's the only one. The scripture gives no details of her religious uh, pedigree except to say that she is a Gentile. I want you to listen to this. And not a daughter of Abraham, not one of faith. She's from the region of Tyne, Sidon, and not from Jerusalem. She's a religious outsider, not a Jewish insider. She's not of the common faith in, in Christ. This woman expressed an incomparable faith in the Lord Jesus. Notice that it was the Lord himself who said to this woman that, the, that, that she possessed great faith. What is your faith quotient? What is your faith situation? Are you just a casual Christian doing your thing some other place? Sound like a couple of brothers back in the day. It's your thing. Do what you want to do. It does not matter who you are or what your situation is. You too can have, you too can have great faith. Well, how do you have it? We're going to talk about it. We all need great faith in God, and we're going to do what the Lord would have us to do. There are people outside of this place that need you and me to talk to them and let them know that we serve a great God. It doesn't matter if I walk around with a king as long as I've got a mouth to say, Jesus is my Lord. Jesus is my king. And he's coming soon. The Bible declares that every eye shall see him. He's going to come riding on the cloud, come to get his people. Are you ready? Do you have that kind of faith to believe that he's coming? We who are Christians live by our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. We walk and live by our faith and not by sight or what we can see. That's what's the issue with many people today who say they're children of God. They're all about trying to see where they're going. The Bible declared that we're walking by faith. We're trusting God. Whatever you're doing, trust God always. We can't do what we want to do until we begin to walk by faith in Christ Jesus. Faith comes, the Bible declares, by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We don't do too much hearing today of the word of God. We hear everything else. We on social media? Mm-hmm. Y'all go ahead and wave your hand. We hear all kind of stuff. But when you going to hear some word? You see, you need to have your word with you. You need to begin to get into your word and begin to read it and then meditate. The Bible declares that we ought to meditate on this word day and night. We ought to meditate. Why? Because God said it. That's why. Faith coming by hearing and hearing by God's word. It may be that you need to hear more of the word of God to increase your faith quotient. But what had the woman in this Bible narrative heard about Jesus, or for that matter, heard about faith in God? She's a Gentile. She's an outsider. This is before the cross. You see, when Jesus went to the cross, then he reconciled both Jew and Gentile together. In other words, we all have a right to the tree of life. And God made a way. Can't nobody put you away. No matter where you live, who you are, you can come and know Jesus Christ as your Savior, your Lord, and your God. Don't let the folk today fool you by their impersonations of who they might be. 
but I want to tell them who I am. I am a child of the King, the King Jesus. I praised him, sang Lion of Judah. They talked about a great God. He's that same God. But what did this woman have? The Bible does not say. How did she come by such great faith? We, we do not know. We can assume the dire circumstances surrounding her child brought her to faith in Christ. There's one thing I know today about all the moms in this room and online. If you got a child, everybody else ought to move out the way. Because something wrong with your baby, you're going to make sure your baby get what it needs. Can I get an okay? Can I get an amen from the sisters? There's a word I use sometimes. The word is philoprogenitiveness. Long word that means the love of mother for her children. Don't you get in the way of a mom loving her kid now. Or you're going to have issues and consequences. Amen. This woman comes to Christ, not, not part of Israel, not, not part of the faith of Abraham and Moses and all of those. But somehow God moved in her life and moved in her heart to give us an example of how we can be. When things seem to get you down, when there's no answer to your situation, there's no answer to your pain, let me tell you what you can do. Call him. You don't need any phone. You don't need anything. You just say, Lord, as this woman said, help me. Call on him. The Bible declares that Jesus said in the Old Testament, call me and I'll answer you and show you great and mighty things that you do not know. Somebody ought to call him. Somehow this woman called him. She had these terrible circumstances. Her child was sick. But what we know is that she was experiencing a crisis in her life that was totally out of her control. How many of us are going through stuff now that's totally out of your control? If you lost your job, it's out of your control. But what we can do, we can call on him who can give you a job even though you may not even be qualified. But he are qualified. Somebody say Amen. This woman called him. We're going to surmise that she heard about Jesus, or perhaps she had been in the court of the Gentiles at the temple in Jerusalem. At some point, heard Jesus teaching and preaching. I don't know, but I'm assuming that there was a place that she could go in in, in the place of the Gentiles. They couldn't go in the temple, but there was a place for them to go. I'm so glad that God worked it out. I'm so glad that he went to the cross. I'm so glad that when the, the curtain in the temple that stick as a man's hand told from the top to the bottom that told, let everybody come in. can nobody keep you out and keep you away from Jesus. Doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, we have that right to come to know the Lord. What a great God that he is. Thank you, Lord, for dying for me. Whatever it was, she had a rock-solid belief and confident trust in Jesus that he could grant whatever she asked. Do you have such a confidence in your life? Do you have such a confidence in the Lord Jesus in your life to help you with the circumstances that you face? Oh, some stuff we, we can make may be able to handle. I don't even trust that. I just pray about everything. I may not be able to, I may think I know how to do it. No, I may mess up. Chances are I probably would. So I just call on the Lord. 
If it seems that that's just kind of fickle, yeah, well, just call me fickle because I'm going to call on Jesus. I know he can work it out. Whatever it was, she had that rock-solid belief and solid confidence, trust in the Lord. Listen to the scripture again. Then Jesus went out from there and departed to the region of Tyre and Sardin. You know where this woman is from. And behold, this woman, a woman of Canaan, She's a Gentile, came from that region and cried out to him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My my daughter is severely demon-possessed. Who are you going to call if your child is demon-possessed? Ain't going to be Ghostbusters. Who are you going to call? Doctors don't know too much about that. But we can call on the Lord. Jesus' fame had become so widespread that he sought refuge in faraway places. And Tyre was one of those places, located 50 miles uh, northeast of Jerusalem. Even in this distant place, he could not get away from the pressing needs of ministry as he was approached by this Gentile woman. Somebody needs us as God's ambassadors. Don't matter where you go to church. That's not important at the moment. It matters that if you're a child of God, you on ministry watch 24-7-365. Somebody may need you as you go to Walmart or ATB or dealers. Come on, sisters. Amen. Wherever you might go to the car wash, somebody may be there that needs to know a word from the Lord. They need some encouragement. God is moving in our hearts so that we may go tell somebody how good our Lord is. You may be thinking, well, I don't know enough the Bible. Go start reading it then and get ready and ask the Lord to do what you can't do. And go ahead and talk to somebody. We, we just so happy just to be in the house, and that's all good on one side. But who did you bring to the house? Who did you tell to come to the house? Did you tell somebody? Some of y'all got some business on this holiday. Did you tell them y'all need to come on and go to church because this is what I do? Just like the song says, it's praise is what I do. So I'm going to church. If you want to sleep here, that's your business, but I'm going to praise the Lord. The Bible tells us she's a Canaanite, not Jewish. She approaches the Lord unashamedly for her daughter's sake. She addresses Jesus as the son of David, which is a messianic title. She pleads with the Lord to heal her daughter. What was Jesus' response? Verse 23 says, but he answered her not a word. What? Was Jesus ignoring a woman? Was he trying to prove a point? Perhaps. I believe that it was a way to discover if the woman really had faith in him. Sometimes you are praying about stuff, and it seems like God is on vacation in Alaska. But I'm here to tell you, my God is always present. All the time. He's always there. We may feel that way. Perhaps God is moving on some of us to see if you really want what you want. See if you really are praying and see if you really have faith in him. When a bad diagnosis comes from the doctor, and I'm in that group too, I'm praying. I don't care what happens, I'm praying. Lord, this is me. I need some help. The Bible tells us we ought to pray without ceasing. We ought to always pray. Sometimes we don't pray until we come to Sunday school. Oh, that's just shame. Sometimes we just pray while one is driving, the other one is reading the Bible, going to church. Why don't you pray before you get there? You know, Saturday night's a good time to pray. Pray all night if you like to. But I'm here to tell you that Jesus will work it all out. 
when Jesus failed to answer her, she persisted. How many of us persist? How many of us said, mm, I, I, I got the, Lord, you, you said. Lord, you said I could do this. No, no matter how you feel, no matter how many people have turned you down and turned you away, didn't give you no encouragement. But I tell you, when you get with God, the Spirit of the Lord will encourage you. Lord, you said in your word, this is what you said, and I'm holding it to your word. You watch God work it out. You watch him work it out. But we don't persist long enough. When Jesus failed to answer her, he, she persisted. And on her appeal, Jesus' disciples, listen at this. You know, some people, they may be, may be well-meaning. Most of them not, but, you know. They won't, they'll turn you away from God. Listen, listen to this about his disciples. I'm just going to share it before, and then I'll read the scripture, what it says. They seem to be asking, Lord, why don't you just go ahead and help this woman? She isn't going to get up, give up unless you do. Scripture says, and his disciples came and urged him, saying, send her away, for she cries out after us. Wrong. She ain't crying out for them. She's crying out for Jesus. She's calling on the Lord. Finally, Jesus answers her, but the answer is not exactly what the woman was expecting. Didn't you all experience that? You praying about something and God comes another way. That's God. He knows how to do what he knows what to do, and he blesses us. But he answered and said, I was not sent, he's talking to the woman, except to the lost sheep of Israel, the house of Israel, except for his people. We learned in Bible study the other week that his people, he came, the Bible declared that Jesus came to his people, the Israelites, the Jews, and they rejected him. But God sent the Son to his people to tell them about the good news and let them know there is a way that you can do this. You can come to know the Lord. They were so interested in the tradition and all that kind of stuff. Too often we are too much about tradition. Let's get a new tradition. Let's be a tradition of worshipers. Let's be a, tra a tradition of trusting and have faith in God. When things look bad, they're going to look bad. If you cry, 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 but also cry to the Lord. Lord, help me in Jesus' name. But he answered and said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Jesus was simply stating the truth. He had come to offer his own people the opportunity to enter the kingdom promised centuries before. The woman was not easily discouraged. What a blessing. Sometimes we're discouraged by other people talking in our ear. Listen. Listen to the spirit of the Lord. Keep on praying. You know what to do. You don't, don't, don't shortchange yourself. You know exactly what to do. You may not be eloquent in your prayers like some people are. That's unimportant. You can say, Lord, this is me. You know all about my problem. But God, I ain't got no help nowhere. Lord, I need you right now. Lord, would you just come and help me? Let me tell you something. Our God know all about what's in your mind, what's in your heart. He knew it from the beginning to the end and back and forth. He never forgets another. He doesn't have to remember anything. He's sovereign. And God can work it out. Trust him. Trust him and you have great faith in him. She saw in Jesus the only chance for help for her child. She had the utmost confidence and belief in Christ. She had great faith. And it's not because I said that. We're going to hear in a moment what God says. In verse 25, then she came and worshiped him, saying, Lord, help me. 
You know, that sounds like a desperation prayer. It's, it's like you don't have nothing else to say. Lord, 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 just help me. You, you can't put no more words together. Lord, just help me. Anybody who felt like that? The woman came towards Jesus, fell on her knees, and pleaded with the Lord as she worshiped him. This woman's faith was great because she persisted in asking and trusting when everything else seemed against her. Listen to this. Certainly her race was against her. She was a Gentile. Her sex was against her. But most Jewish rabbis paid little attention to women. It seemed that the disciples were against her. Christ's words might have led her to believe that even he was against her. All these obstacles only made her persist in asking Jesus to help her. Don't let people stop you from talking to the Lord. You may think that I don't have the faith of so-and-so. I don't got the faith of Moses or anybody else. I don't have, yes, you do. When you began to believe God and trust him in spite of the circumstances, in spite of what might happen. You know, we put our own selves on the block. Well, this might happen or that. What are you talking about? We're talking to God. Is he not able to fix it? Jesus has in view this. She did this in 26. But he answered and said, it's not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. I thought that was a wonderful statement. And she said, yes, Lord, yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Oh, that set the Lord's heart on fire. Oh, God, that looked at the woman. I can imagine Jesus got this big old smile on his face. The woman saw herself as the household dog eligible to receive crumbs that might fall from the master's table. She had no intention of depriving Israel of God's blessing. She was simply asking that some of the blessing be given to her in her time of need. And my Savior, our Savior, said this. Then Jesus answered her and said, Oh, woman, great is your faith. Only two people in the Bible that I know that he said that to. This woman and a centurion, a Roman centurion. Only two people that he said, oh, great, you have great faith. How great is your faith in God? We all face all kinds of circumstances, situations, terrible ones. How great is your faith in God? How persistent are you in seeking an answer from the Lord? Do you just quit? If he does not answer you the first time, you ask, will you give up? Will you give up? It's always too soon to quit. Too often we just quit. We just go to doing something else. Maybe drinking alcohol or doing drugs or whatever. Stay away from that and stay with God. Trust him. Trust him. Are you easily discouraged of an answer and not soon received from the Lord? Yeah, it feels like discouragement, but I go right back and says, Lord, I'm your servant. And God will answer. The proverbial writer says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding. When we began to quote the scripture back to ourselves and remember, you see, one reason we need to do read the word, we need to memorize scripture. 
Because in our tough situation that do to come to any of us all the time, we can, we can go back to this word that gives us strength. Trust in the Lord with all of our heart and lean not to our own understanding. How many of you today have sought after God by other means other than faith? Don't raise your hand. You know what I'm saying. But the Bible says those who come to him must believe that he is, that he exists, and that he rewards those who diligently seek him. I've heard of people like Corey Team Boom back way back, and many other women and men. It looked like disaster. I mean, it was just right on the doorstep. But they stayed in there and they kept praying, kept searching, kept going to the Lord, kept praying, fasting and praying, praying, singing, worshiping, and God delivered. Church, when are we going to start doing that? Are you searching for Christ today? That's for you that don't know him. You online and those in the sanctuary. Are you searching for Christ today? You can't have great faith until you get with Christ. And Christ is as close as your next breath. You have never invited, if you have never invited Christ into your life as Lord and Savior, I urge you to do so right now. Why right now? Because we don't know what's going to happen in a minute, an hour, or next day. We, we don't know that. God does. It's urgent that we come to know Christ right now. I urge you to do so. Trust him with the faith that you do have and ask him to forgive your sins and save you. Again, like the Gentile woman, you too can have great faith if you would come give your life to the Lord Jesus. Would you do that? And that's done by placing your faith in him. Do it today. Do it right now. Thank you so much for your attendance and your support of the podcast. We do hope to see you again or hear you again or even talk to me again. And we love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. God bless you.